0: Are you on the hunt for a perfect gift? Well, this year, give your loved one a gift that never goes out of style and will last forever. Give them a lifetime hunting or fishing license. A lifetime license just might be the best gift they ever receive. The Minnesota DNR offers a variety of lifetime licenses that include fishing, small game, sportsman, deer hunting, and more. The costs vary by age, and it really pays off big time to purchase a lifetime license For youngsters, get this, a lifetime license purchased for a Minnesotan age three or younger will pay itself off in about 15 years. That means from about age 30 on, their fishing license will be free the rest of their life. If they move out of state, their license is still valid when they come back forever. My kids have lifetime sportsman's licenses, and last year we bought one for my nephew and my dad, too. I just can't think of a better gift to give to someone that loves the outdoors. The memories that we make together in the field and on the water are priceless. A lifetime license makes the outdoors accessible forever. Learn more at mndnr.gov lifetime. That's mndnr.gov lifetime. This episode of the Do North Outdoors podcast is presented by Aquarius Home Services, a solid waste, grain belt beer, the Minnesota Propane Association, and by the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources. Today, we're going to help you gear up for ice fishing season. Megan Krohn and Joe Rolfing from Sportsman's Guide are back in the house to tell us what's new in the ice fishing world, equipment this year that you can bring out on the ice, and... Black Friday deals for everything in the outdoor world. Stick around. All right, welcome to another episode of the Do North Outdoors podcast. I am Travis Frank. I'm your host, Brandon Morton, produces this episode, and we're grateful for his work. Welcome back into our podcasting room. It's been a couple of months. How are things in your world, Joe? Things are good. Glad to be back. Thanks for having us. Yeah.
1: Megan?
2: Yeah. Glad to be back. It's been a busy fall. It's been a good fall. Yeah. I saw you got that big old buck you've been after. (laughs) Yeah. got my archery buck out in Wisconsin and you and I went and did some pheasant hunting the morning after. (laughs) (laughs) You were still riding a high
0: (laughs) on that day. It didn't matter if we got a pheasant up
2: or not. No. Yeah. Um, highlight of your fall so far would definitely be that yeah that uh backyard buck so to speak um 15 yard shot been sitting 50 60 hours this year already for archery so to finally be able to have one walk by and one that i knew i'd be proud to harvest and to be able to harvest it um with my compound bow and then just everything after that experience is, you know, it's calling my husband, it's he and I going and tracking it, it's field dressing it together, it's that whole connection that we have. It's something I, I thoroughly enjoy and I'm very grateful that I get to be a part, have that a part of my lifestyle.
0: Yeah, the um, the intensity of archery hunting for deer is just that a whole different level than firearms. I mean, you are, it's so intimate. Mm -hmm. You are in the woods. You are quiet. There's usually not anybody else around the deer are moving naturally along with all the other animals. I just thoroughly love everything about the, uh, the challenge that Mm -hmm. comes with having to get within that, you know, for a lot of people, like I, I don't want to shoot at a deer over 30 yards with my bow. I know some people are more comfortable with that, but my personal experience Um, Growing up hunting deer with the bow as a child, you know, 12 years old, I was archery hunting and the equipment back then, you know, the, the bows weren't as as fast, you know. And so while I was shooting a bow that had the draw weight of the legal limit, you know, there's a lot that can happen when you release that arrow You know, and as it's flying, if the deer ducks or drops down a little bit, now your perfect shot just goes a little high into that spot above the vitals and track and track. And so that's why I've always just had this, like, I will not fire unless it's within basically 25 yards. And then to get a a deer within 25 Mm -hmm. yards that you can make that move, you know, it's just, ah. Their eyes, their ears, their smell. You defeated all that mm-hmm. at such a close range. Yeah, it's like yeah. the ultimate, the ultimate when it comes together. So congrats to you. Thank you. Yep. It's a dandy of a buck. Uh, Joe, what's your highlight from the fall so far?
1: You know, spending time with friends and family obviously is uh, foremost there for me, uh, but getting out in the field with some buddies and their their dogs um, up in the Upland or Waterfall? Upland, Upland, yep. 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 So we made a trip up to uh, North Dakota recently a couple weeks ago and- It's always just fun, fun with them.
0: Yeah, there's something special about North Dakota. It's been for years and years my favorite place, and I've gotten the opportunity to travel to a lot of different hunting destinations, but you get back out there and you experience the fall migration, Mm -hmm. and if you enjoy waterfowl hunting, it's world-class when that migration is coming through, and obviously the upland side of it is so good out there, but just the, the openness too.
1: Yeah, that's my zen. I mean, that's where I really kind of decompress and and one with the the nature, right? So yep. it was very active. A lot of birds everywhere. Um, they were holding pretty tight, which made it pretty fun for the dogs to get their points on and love it. And it was very picturesque. A lot of waterfall activity too.
0: Yeah, so it was it was fun. So a few months ago, you guys came in after ICAST to give us an update on what was new in the fishing world, mm-hmm. and I thought, we're going to have frozen water here very, very soon. It isn't, Hopefully. <laughs> it isn't happening right now, but <laughs> everyone that loves ice fishing is checking the forecast. Absolutely. I've talked to some friends, Absolutely. and they're like, I'm a meteorologist all of a sudden. Like I'm checking yep. a forecast for Red Lake and Lake of yep. the Woods every yep. day. Yep. Um, so the once deer hunting season passes here, in Minnesota, Wisconsin,
2: mm-hmm.
0: North Dakota, I, I just feel like people really turn to ice fishing. Absolutely. And there are, um, are a lot of great deals to be had. We'll dive into what's new in the ice fishing world, but uh, f- first, Black Friday, you know, um, you guys have been preparing for this next couple of weeks for how long now? Ooh,
1: months and months and months.
2: Yeah, I'd say probably June, July. Yep. merchants, especially like people in Joe's position, working with the vendors and being able to get special deals at, you know, Joe bought this explicitly for Black Friday with great pricing and being able to hold that those items um, for customer excitement for quite a while now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Megan, real quickly, what's your title and role at Sportsman's Guide and how long have you been there?
2: So I've been at Sportsman's Guide for just over a year now. I'm a senior site planner. So I work with a merchant like Joe and we coordinate together to bring to life um, anything new, exciting, uh, deals, whatever we can get new vendors, new items out uh, to our customers, whether it's via social, online, emails, et cetera. And then I also manage our partnerships and sponsorships.
0: Right on. Joe, what's your role and how long you been there? I am a merchandise manager for fishing,
1: so I'm in charge of the brand strategy, product strategy um, for the fishing division here at Sportsman's Guide. Um, been with the company now, pushing four and a half years.
0: Uh, and Sportsman's Guide has been in business for, how many years now are we at? Ooh, late. Close to 50. I was gonna say, yeah, I thought we were 60s, celebrating about fifty. Yeah. yep, absolutely. Gotcha, and if you're you know, looking in the online world, I feel like Sportsman's Guide, I mean, I don't know, how many SKUs, do you guys know how many SKUs you have?
1: Like 70,000. <laughs>
2: 70,000.
0: <000. laughs> yeah, Probably,
1: yeah, oh, in our warehouse man. alone. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's ever-evolving. That number ebbs and flows, right? But um, there's a lot, tens and tens of thousands for sure.
0: Gotcha. And we touched on, you know, kind of your role in, Megan, you, you gave us a really good update on how you work with, you know, a lot of the conservation organizations as well. So, which is vital to hunters and anglers in America, and it's the is it the conservation roundup? Is that what you call it? Yep, it's our
2: partnership and conservation roundup uh, that we work with. Uh, Currently, for twenty twenty three, it's Pheasants Forever and Quail Forever, uh, National Wild Turkey Federation, Whitetails Unlimited, the Few, which is a foundation for exceptional warriors, and the USA Clay Target League, which is based out of Eagan, Minnesota. Uh, to work with collegiate high school and homeschool kids to pursuit the, the passion of uh, shooting sporting clays. Very okay, cool. So year to date, uh, we launched this partnership in conservation in mid June. So on our, on our website, or if you stop by our retail store in South St. Paul, you have the opportunity to round up your order. So if your order's $50 and 23 cents, you can round up 77 cents and that, Goes towards these conservation[s], um, or online you can donate one, five, or ten dollars. And since mid-April, we are up to over forty-seven thousand dollars that Sportsman's guys is able to going to be able to take and invest in these partnerships awesome. that we have. Um, You know, bringing a couple more on board in 2024 with Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, love it, and uh, Ducks Unlimited, or nope, sorry, Delta Waterfall,
0: love it, love it. Awesome. All right. So Black Friday, a couple days away as we record this. Uh, First of all, I hope you guys are able to spend some time with your families over Thanksgiving as long, as well as everybody that is listening here. Uh, It's, it's just a time of giving thanks. You know, I mean, we have so much to be thankful for. And if you have the opportunity, one of my traditions was always to go pheasant hunting on black friday yeah and it was never inside of a box store (laughs) you know like I just, i've never done the box store thing the midnight or whatever you know family members that do and i just laugh i'm like go into the store because i'm going to the field and you can have that do you have a thanksgiving tradition
1: you know, I think uh, with, the, with the young boys now, i got three young boys, um, five and under. And so I, we're, we're at that point where we're starting to develop those traditions and whatnot. Um, family first and foremost, um, for sure. Um, you know, we're traveling to Madison this, this coming week um, to visit um, Carly, my wife's family. Um, but it's, it's all about being together. Um, good food. Obviously, yeah. and giving back. So, we're, me personally and my family, we're, we're hypothesizing how do we give back and where do we start? Um, so, this year will be a year of you know, let's take a deeper dive and then hopefully next year really ingrained something that we can hunker down on. But being outside is, you gotta. Yeah. I remember actually taking out a dock on Thanksgiving morning. Uh, when I was a kid chipping away the ice at that point in time and stuff. So hopefully that's not part of a future. Well, the
0: forecast looks like it's going to dip on Wednesday of this week and we're going to, there'll be some ice fishing in Northern Minnesota. I would imagine within the next 10 days. Yeah. I really think so. Based on the forecast, it's not extreme, extreme cold, but if you get enough windless nights at 10 degrees, it could cap a, a lake or two and red lake, of course, is always one of the first destinations. Yep. It just freezes early. Uh, spoiler alert, we have a new ice fishing TV show that we're launching the first week of December called Dialed In Angling, myself and Tony Roach and Bill Shirk, awesome. we will be hosting that. And it's gonna be a weekly show that we're filming and airing the same week on Bally Sports. And uh, I would think, and I, I don't know the exact details of launch, or film, air dates on the weekend, and then when it's available to stream as well. So uh, we are very excited to bring this, you know, real-time ice fishing action. Of course, Red Lake is probably going to be one of our first destinations just because of the way that the forecast is looking. But that's a good thing because there are thousands of ice anglers that go to that place every year. Um, And also, if you're a walleye angler that goes up to Red Lake, there are a lot of crappies in there too. Yeah. So we yeah. will be dissecting or helping you to understand the crappie bite, where to go, how to catch them. That was one of the best ice fishing booms in my lifetime. The Red Lake boom back in the 2000 and let's say early to mid 2000s, like 2002 to 2008, somewhere in there. It was yeah. just like... I don't know. Did you ever experience it? Did either Uh, of you?
1: Not that boom, no. But I've been up there and cherished the time up there all the time, obviously. But yeah, uh, did not witness.
0: Oh, it it was the most insane rush of ice anglers that I had ever seen. Yeah. So these resorts were letting hundreds, maybe thousands of people out a day. Okay, and so then you'd have basically these huge plowed roads, people going out, Mm -hmm. and. I just vividly remember seeing the headlights and it would look no different than Interstate 494 (laughs) on rush hour. Wow. It was, I've never seen anything like it, but when you pulled up these huge crappies through the hole, every single one, you just had to stop and you just looked at it. You're like, oh. I mean, they're enormous. Yeah. It's, you just don't And every one of them was that way. Dinner and plates. There were schools that would stretch from the air. They could see them in the lake from above when you'd fly over it. And their schools of crappies would be miles long. So there, there may never be anything yeah. like it in yeah, Minnesota. But, yeah, in yeah, our, it sounds like a once in a lifetime it, experience. Yes, exactly. However, there's a boom happening again not to this magnitude, or is it? I don't know. We'll tell you. <laughs> How about that? There you go. Love okay. It. So, um, new ice show coming from us. I'm going to record a podcast with Tony here in the coming days, and we're going to dig into that and get you dialed in. There you go. Get you dialed in for that. I'll have to look for it. Yep. Yep. We're excited about this. I would like to dive in with you guys now about, let's let's start with Black Friday deals and the gifts because obviously we're going to talk ice fishing in depth here but um what what can people expect when they go shopping online for black friday and how long does your sales last this year i mean it's different than it used to be it used to be like a one-day thing now it's you know it when does it kick in and is it Friday or is it already going?
2: We already had uh, some pre-Black Friday sales. Those ran last week. So Sunday to Saturday is, is what we're going to be running this year. Okay, um, Wrapped that up on Saturday. And then yesterday at um, about five o'clock, we kicked off our Black Friday week specials. So, so were
0: you one of the, the team members up at 4 a.m. to make sure the shift <laughs> happened correctly? Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, at, you know, at Sportsman's Guide, we want to make sure we're, we're speaking accurately to the customers and getting, putting our best foot forward and, and that includes a team of there's about seven or eight of us that are up. When these site features change over, we're up at 415 when prices are are moving through the system to ensure that we are linking to the correct product. Having site accuracy is is utmost important during this crazy time of year because we don't want to let any of our customers down. Um, so we get up, we check those and send our emails out and and watch the sales come in. So this week started our our Black Friday week where we have Anything that you guys are looking for from every category, whether it's you know, military surplus, tree stands and blinds. We have ammo that's on sale plus receiving rebates on some 22 long rifle. I know we have some 9mm coming up on sale. Crossbows are heavily discounted and along with some rebates as well. There's definitely some great opportunities to cash in on on sale product that comes with a rebate. And then we have great site-wide offers as well. Um, whether, you know, we've been running 10% off, whether that's double discount if you're a Buyers Club member. And this week, especially if you're a Buyers Club member, you have um, Thanksgiving Day early access. So, you know, rewarding our, our true and loyalty customers who make up 80% of our 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 purchases um Thanksgiving morning comes, and you can shop away and, and have that first first go around at, at what we have to offer. I know we have a great opportu- uh, opportunities on Vortex Optics, Mr. Mr. Buddy Heaters, clothing, footwear, home and cabin, just gifts for the dog, gifts for yeah. him, gifts for her. Every category um, is not excluded from, from the great holiday offers that Sportsman's Guide has.
0: So I think a lot of people, you know, they wait for – it's kind of like um – what what does Amazon call it when they do their flash uh, sale? Prime days. Prime, Prime days. Yeah. yeah. So would this be like the best time to buy Would this Black Friday sale? Is this like as good as it gets as far as finding the ultimate deals that are out there?
2: We're building up. I would, you know, we're starting really strong with this Black Friday week. Um, and then if I were a consumer, I would be checking back every day starting Thanksgiving, Black Friday, okay. Black Saturday, and then you go into Cyber Week. So Cyber Week starting on Sunday, into Cyber Monday, into Cyber Tuesday. I mean, you got days and days of deals coming. Um, I would just recommend checking that, that website every day and um, see what offer we have for you.
1: I love it. It's definitely something for everyone,
2: mm-hmm. for
0: sure. Well, yeah, I mean, you you just mentioned it's not just hunting gear it's not just fishing gear it's home it's it's there's yeah. a lot of different yeah. items on there One th- I actually get kind of overwhelmed sometimes <laughs> at just scrolling through and mm-hmm. seeing I mean it's like you're walking through a you know a retail store you guys obviously have a, a retail store here in in Minnesota and St. Paul but um, for people anywhere I mean to be able to go and, and search and search and search and um, I mean it's it's overwhelming in a good way because of the opportunity opportunities that people have today to just click a mouse yeah. and it shows up. <laughs> it's yeah. so yeah. convenient.
1: I think, uh, I think the team's worked really hard, too, to, um, you know, merchandise these deals to the consumer on the website more efficiently, too. So depending on how you like to shop, if you like to just go right to the search bar and just punch in twenty-two ammo yeah. or Vortex Optics or whatever it is, um, you know, we on all of our holiday deal pages, you can search you can search or you can look at optics or just the deals of the day. Um, so there's a lot of different ways to digest all of the items on sale. Um, so hopefully it um, can get you to what you're looking for um, as fast as possible. So.
0: Is there any risk in waiting to see if the deals get better? Do you ever sell out of Oh, items? definitely sell out. Yeah, we had to do a
2: couple product feature swaps already on, mm-hmm. on items that um, were bought, you know, specifically for holiday and at mm-hmm. a great price and consumers found it and hopped on it. And, uh, there's no time like the present yeah, <laughs> to, to, to take once advantage.
0: It's, once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Are you, we had the whole, uh, COVID getting quality gear, getting it in time. You know, there was a weight on some of that stuff. There isn't a weight on anything anymore. Is there?
1: No, I would say there's, well, on, you know, it's still in the ammo side and some of the firearms are still, um, some challenges there from supply and manufacturers and whatnot but i would say in general um outside of those categories um, there's plenty of inventory um in the united states right now and so um you know that's it's we're doing dealing. i mean we're getting it's not you know you're still going to find some outlets and stuff like that but it's sure. collectively um it's all readily available but um some of these deals though i mean these deals won't last forever so it's balancing what we own and you know the deals and i um, giving that forward to the customer, but yeah, it's, it's in a better spot. It'll circle back the other way next year yep. at some point. Right. But
0: hope so. Before we jump into ice fishing specific, do you get, you have like a gift idea list or anything that you guys like to promote for people that just say, I've got a hunter, or an angler or some, an outdoor lover in my life. I need some ideas. I mean, do they, do those gift ideas happen and do they work? Do people like to see that?
2: Yeah, we have a holiday gift guide. Um, It's for anybody uh, just with the the vast amount of items that we sell. And we do, we have it broken out by, by category or what that person is passionate about. So we have it for shooting categories, for hunting categories, for fishing, like I mentioned dogs. So if you, if you're a dog lover and you want to get your dog stuff for holiday, you go up there and you know, we have kettles and beds and bumpers and collars and and whatever it may be, um, for dogs or for camping for him or for her, just someone on your list that, you know, you're just not sure. We're like, Oh, let's, let's check that out. And you're like, Oh yeah, they would really like that. We try to put on that consumer hat, um, and, and bring those items forward, especially this time of year where anything can be considered a gift. I mean, um, we just try to make sure we provide a variety from price point range, we have gifts under twenty five gifts under fifty gifts under a hundred uh, to coexist with the more categorical offers that we have too
0: so Daisy has that bed <laughs> you know that elevated yeah. dog bed, <laughs> and I'm amazed that she goes to it first straight away over the the mattress option on the floor. does moose do that
2: too? yeah, so moose is that he's the the dog dog model of that. I saw bed. that. Yeah. yeah, I saw
0: the picture. I think um, it was in the actual in the the, the catalog, paper catalog yeah. that I yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, he likes that just because you can remove that pad too. So like in the summertime, he likes to go to it just because that air then circulates underneath it. Sure. So if you remove that padding and then you just have the mesh underneath it. And I think he just likes to be higher up because he just feels like he's more present. <laughs> <laughs> he's more a part of the family. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah that's that's a great new item this year for dogs and um you know four-legged friends are are top of my list I know. Yeah,
0: Daisy's <laughs> curled up next to me right here right now. She's in recovery mode after a good long few days in North Dakota hunting with my son and I. Um she's been now it's it's enough time for her to get back out in the field. So she's she went from like I just want to sleep and recover to now I'm back to, are you going hunting dad? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, enough about her. Let's get to ice fishing. Okay. (laughs) Navigate the cold and flu season with a breath of clean, purified air. Aquarius Home Services is your trusted ally in enhancing indoor air quality this season. Take advantage of their special offer for $400 off a whole home air purification system. If you find yourself battling allergies coughing, or congestion, now is a perfect time to explore their in-home air quality system. Say goodbye to troublesome contaminants like dust, pollen, dander, bacteria, smoke, dust mites, and more, and bask in the healthiness of an improved indoor environment. Don't wait, experience the difference this cold and flu season with Aquarius' exclusive offer for $400 off a whole home air purification system. Aquarius believes in earning the right to be recommended. They're just a click away at AquariusHomeServices.com. Are you tired of your job and wish that you could start a new career? Well, now you can. A-Solid Waste is an award-winning waste management company and they are looking for people just like you. A-Solid Waste has over 60 years of experience servicing customers in the Minneapolis metro area and their company is growing Ace provides themselves on having safe, reliable, friendly, and professional employees that set their team apart. Their talented staff will run you through Ace University and prepare you for the position that best fits your skill sets. From truck driver operator to mechanic, operations to customer service, there is a perfect role at Ace waiting just for you. Plus, you'll receive competitive salary, benefits, and paid vacation Life is short. Don't stay at a job that's not right for you. Experience the Ace difference today. Check them out at AceSolidWaste.com. So, what's new in ice fishing this year that you're really excited about, Joe, or anything that you want to dig into? You yeah, start-
1: I think um, you know there's some there's some newness from the top brands um, for sure. Um, you know, from the the Garmans, the Raplas, the Eskimos, um, of the world, clams for sure. So I think what I'm most excited about is the fact that we, as a, as a company are finally, um, almost to the point this year to where we have the assortment that you need to be successful on the ice. Um, you know, a lot of the hard work that we did on the open water side that we talked about coming out, of ICAST, um, we've also carried that through into ice fishing. So just expanding the lures and tackle assortment rods and combos reels, um, you know the accessories you need to be, um, whether it's portable power, like on the water or on the ice, right? When you're in your hub, connecting your phone, stuff like that, um, power solutions, batteries, electronics for any consumer type and price range. So whether you want something to get on the ice for the first time, um, or get your kid involved, get their own flasher. Yeah. Um, or if well, you want to well, be, yeah, or if let, you want to have the best, of the best tech from you know three thousand dollars of electronics, right, or houses. So
0: well, let's break those down. But let's start with power. Mm-hmm. So what's the top? You know, I, I, everything's lithium on ice right now. Yeah, yeah. It's half the weight, lasts yep. twice as long. I yep. mean, uh, which which manufacturer do you see having the market share there? Ooh, and uh, why is it?
1: In regards to power specifically, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they all kind of have their own take on it i would say um as far as portable power you got the norse batteries got the Rapala power unit now strike master power unit which is really really cool i think it's got a bluetooth built into it it now um, which is awesome um and so they all just are evolving to power um you know there's a lot of people that love to ice camp in addition ice fishing so if you don't have the the big yeti ice house but you have an eight-person hub throw some cots down um you know you need power to last through the night there heaters all that stuff so um, you know, it's it's kind of an arms race with power and everyone's got a solution, so it kind of just depends on what brands you like personally. Um, it's whoever markets of, the best, right? Yeah, it's coming down now that inventory is all here in the states, right? It's yeah. it's a battle of who Well, know, gets that typically front and when center, so
0: companies like that battle, the consumer wins.
1: Absolutely, 100%. Yeah.
0: Yep. And do those items they have sales too or do they just basically they know that you, you, people need power, so yeah, <laughs> you know, just there's charge on, what they charge. on some of
1: that higher end, um, you know, we call them luxury items. Yeah, um, some of those are what we call mapped priced, um, and so there's a predetermined retail from those manufacturers on what we like to sell at. But um, there are some cases, i.e., during this week, maybe and leading into holiday, where you can find a coupon code or something, um, and save on some of those higher ticket purchases um, and save a lot of money, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So. Um, but yeah, like I said, there's price ranges from, you know, all these categories from a couple hundred bucks to a couple thousand bucks, just depending on what you're looking for.
0: Okay. So obviously you're powering electronics here. And most of the time it's, I don't know very many people that'll go ice fishing without having a sonar of some kind. Right. Uh, what's the leading sonar right now today?
1: Yeah, I would say today it's, um, from what we see is the, the Garmin, um, LifeScope bundles. So the forward facing sonar, um, but you know, at the same time, that's not a lot of people um, use that specifically. It's usually in addition to, right. in some cases. Yep. You know, for me specifically, I like to, um, you know, take out the the bundle and, and drill a plethora of holes, kind of like a bullseye put that life scope forward-facing sonar in the middle. Yep. Once I find the crappies, right? You know, you're kind of ice trolling.
0: They can't hide once from find, Once you find them, Yep.
1: you know, they, they'll move because they can kind of pick up on those frequencies now um, for sure. Isn't that
0: crazy? It's like, insane. It's. I mean, we'll touch on that in, so, our, yeah. in our ice fishing show about yeah. how much that, I mean, there are people that once they see them, like, they'll, they'll scan they like, oh, they're right there, but then they'll turn it because...
1: Yeah. Or you'll it, see it coming at you, and then all of a sudden it'll get within range. Yeah. And it'll be like, oh, I'm going to go this way. Right. Um, but, so I like to, to drill a hole in the middle, bullseye, like I said, and then as those crappies and, and panfish move around, I already have my holes kind of predetermined so I can just bounce around yep. um, with a smaller, you know, like maybe like a LX7 or LX9 or... A Markham. Or a Markham sure. of any sort there. So I like to, you know, have the information with that live scope know where to go, and then still, you got to kind of finesse them, right? So it's nice having that vertical um, zoom and really dial in within inches of the fish to really, yeah. you know. Well, c- that's capitalize. one thing,
0: you know, using these, the forward facing sonar the last couple of years, open water and in ice, it's, it's really an eye opener as to how much our noise and movements above the water affect the fish. Yeah. And in the yeah. ice, I mean, when you go to drill, you can just literally, they're, okay, they're 40 feet right there. Nope, move over. Yep, right there, drill a hole. And as you drill it, the fish are, boom, they're gone. Yeah. And they're 100 feet now yeah, yeah. over that way. Yeah, You know, so planning ahead is still as critical today as it ever has been, even though we know where the fish are. You know, if they're suspending like that, um, you know, I, I've always made it a point to, as I approach a spot, if I'm walleye fishing, I do not want to show up at sunset and drill those holes. Right. I mean, you want to be... Prepared. prepared for them to arrive because you're going to ruin the fishing for you and potentially for other people. Absolutely. Now we'll talk about augers because obviously we're not, you know, remember when you yeah. can hear that, that Jiffy start up two counties oh, over Yes. On a quiet, cold winter day. You're like, now when you hear a gas auger fire off, you're like, you know, everybody stops for a second. Might as well
1: slap a
0: collector's sticker on that. <laughs> Almost, I know. You know it's so rare to hear, but yeah. they still do exist. Um, there's a time and place for those. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. But it's so rare that it stands out now when you do hear a gas auger fire off. Uh, so back to the electronics though. So what's new in Garmin that separates it from Humminbird, Lowrance, Markham? Yeah, I think it's just
1: the evolution of, um, you know, leveraging the live scope technology in bundle packages. Um, you know this year garmin came out with u h echo u h d twos so just a version up from previous so a little better target separation um a little more clear um clear imaging imaging on it and so that would i would say that's probably the newest it's at more affordable price points you don't get a lot of that life scope technology if any on some of those but as far as leveraging one of the best brands um you can pick up one of those for four or five hundred bucks um and be right there with you know, some of the people at the The best. bundle? From yeah, the bundles. Garmin so,
0: bundle is only for $100?
1: Yeah, for the Echo Map, UHD, UHD two So no live scope Oh, part gotcha, of that. Um, gotcha. So not forward-facing sonar.
0: What if you want the whole? The whole yeah, you can component. bundle it all together. Yeah,
1: sure. Yeah, we can help you do that.
0: Hmm. So I've been running the Lorantz Active Target. I've mm-hmm. been using it on my boat. I've been using it on the ice. I think it's really clear. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm very happy with what I'm using. I think that's the one I haven't tested. So I'm
1: interested to hear you talk. Yeah, about. Yeah,
0: I mean, and that's the thing, like I haven't compared it to the Garmin or the Humminbird options on there. But, you know, the fact that I do have that unit, but then can also just switch to, you know, the straight down yep. uh, sonar if I want to. But I find it hard to turn away from that. You know, like once you're looking at it, like guys, get ready. There's one coming 20 feet and you know, which way it's coming. And you look at it like, Oh, that's a nice walleye. Get ready. You know, don't mess this one up. Don't mess it. You know, but, um, So are
1: you, are you taking your open water unit from your boat and then mm -hmm. slapping it on a pole for,
0: yep. I've got a pole that, you know, obviously you can then twist it and turn. You can, depending on which way you're facing, you can obviously down or forward. Yep. Um, but, you're down, you know, you've cast such a wide, um, cone, I guess, it's not necessarily a cone because it's narrow, but it's, you know, it's showing you what's depending on how deep More you are of the bottom. Yeah. It's not a straight yeah. down. It's kind of at an angle, yep. you know, like a triangle basically, but flat. So, um, you know, when you see fish coming into that from a distance, you can be prepared versus if it's just a straight down sonar you're looking at that straight, like depending on how deep you are, yeah. your cone might only be a foot wider than your jig. Mm-hmm. While in most scenarios, the fish has seen your bait for yeah. several feet before yeah. you even know it's there. It's got about a minute head start on you. Yes, exactly. So, you know, let's take an example here. I'm on Lake of the Woods and I see a fish, let's say, 19 feet off the bottom, you know, and you're in 30 feet of water or whatever it might be. And I come up and now the fish had no it's just la da 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 da. Whoa, look at you. Yeah. Now in the past, that thing already had to swim through the hole before I would pick it up mm-hmm. on that down sonar. Now I anticipate it, I'm above it, you know, right there and, and it comes in. And those are the most aggressive ones. So now as it's swimming towards me, it sees the offering and you know, you rarely miss the chance. Yeah. Whereas before, sometimes they'd already gone past and by the time you reel up. It's already three, four, five, eight feet past, and it may not feel the vibration, may not turn around and come back for it. It Might just keep on swimming. So, advantage you if you have that equipment and that the ability to see so much wider. That's why I find it hard to fish without it. Yeah. Um, to go back to that, Vexilar or the Marco, Right, right? You know, and you think back to what really changed ice fishing. The Vexilar was it. Thirty oh, yeah. years yeah. ago, twenty. Well, how I don't know how long it started. I got one when I it was. I swear it was one of the first ones. The blue box, FL eight, the FL eight. I yes, I used it and abused it and caught oh, yeah. thousands of fish. Indestructible. With, indestructible. I had that thing in the back of the four wheeler, and it rolled, <laughs> you know. And oh, yeah. I remember it in pieces on the ice. Yep. Devastated Did yep. I ruin it. I put it all back together. Yep. Yeah. fires back yeah. up and here we go fish on so the one thing
1: that i uh, have yet to do so i love lake trout fishing through the ice it's yeah. what, like one of the best things i think it's just the most excitement ever um and so you know the 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 times i go up um lake of the woods you know we're off an island and it might be 80 feet 90 feet but uh with a Vexlar, you got the cone angle right and I think, yeah. i'm forgetting the angle obviously you want it as wide as possible so you're going from like a 15 degree to maybe a 30 or 40, I can't remember off the time—I of had what we switched to, but, but without live-facing sonar, right? So yeah. all of a sudden, that late trout's there, <laughs> and it's chaos, yeah. right? Because you're trying to set that hook barbless before, you know, he lets go. So you got to get that slack or whatever. So yep. I'm interested to take out the live scope or live-facing sonar now and do that to see, you know, the fun aspects. I love the chaos mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. All of a sudden, they're there, and you got to try and get them versus, okay, I see you coming. See you coming. So a lake a, trough, different, a different type of a through. It,
0: it is different. And you know, as you get into these long range distances, you're talking mm-hmm. about a signal that goes out but then comes back so you can read it. I I remember I was up on um Lake Superior. This was like fifteen years ago. And we went out by Madeline Island, mm-hmm. Lake trout Fishing. Well, we were in I think like two hundred and fifty or three hundred feet of water fishing yeah. them and so you would give a big jig and we, we basically, I don't remember how we did it. It's so long ago, but, um, we had Vexillars then before this other technology came out and we rigged it to see, cause in the past, if you did times two or times three, yeah. you could yep. get up to like 40 feet or 60 feet or something like that's yeah. as deep as it would go, but we're in hundreds of feet. So yeah. we had to re rig it and we did. And yep. the guy that I was with, Mike Tengwall, was his name. He is the one that mastered this. And, um, but I remember you would jig and you'd look at the screen and nothing would happen for seconds. (laughs) So the delay by the time it would go 300 feet below you and then come back to read it was so extreme that all of a sudden you'd see this fish enter the cone, but you knew that your, your jig right now really is delayed. So whatever you saw two seconds ago is, is way old news. Like you gotta be ready because that thing could be, Eight feet above or down. I mean, yeah. it's just it is a chaos. It is exciting, yeah. and we're obviously in a different age of technology today, where, where people can see things quicker, and it only it's only getting better. Yeah, you know yeah. the technology. So I I would say the Lorenz bundle, ice bundle has has worked well for me. Yeah, obviously Garmin. You know, and mine now is probably like two years old. Okay. So I think there's updates on the Laurent side oh, as well.
1: Yeah, I bet I bet they're coming for sure. Yeah. Um, what we're starting to see too, which is interesting is, you know, those who have not already purchased an open, open water unit to mount to their boat, they're actually starting to gravitate towards the ice bundles for both ice and open water for just purely the portability sure. aspect. So you can just take the whole module um, and the pole and just sit it right in your boat, wherever it is. You don't have to take it out, mount it, remount it, put it back. Um, so... A lot of people are really gravitating to that unit specifically um, just for the portability of going from open water to ice back to open water back and forth. So yep, that's definitely. a
0: trend we're seeing for sure. Definitely. The one thing I will say on the power is now it if you want to fish from sunrise to sunset or after, you have to really make sure that you're powered for that. Yeah, Because it doesn't matter if it's a Garmin, hummingbird, or Lowrance those screens, if you're using a nine inch screen on there, um, here's just something that's very simple. Turn your brightness down a little bit. Yeah. You're going to get an extra hour or two or three out of that unit for the day. Definitely. Um, you know, and I forget and I should have been better prepared for this on which battery that I've ultimately gone with to power the, the active target. Um, but I've seen, you know, the difference in, the different battery sizes that are out there, you yeah. can't use the little Vexilar batteries. That you yeah, know, those little, little twelve volts. Yep, not enough. Not, not enough. enough to keep yeah, you these... going all day long. On that, you know, there's just too much of a draw on that. I'm sure the batteries are going to keep getting better and lighter and yep. last longer. But for right now, um, they're already exceptional. So obviously, you have the bundles. You guys have the different sales coming up on them as well this is probably the best time of the entire year to get one i would guess right? yeah i would say if you're if you're
1: an ice angler um for sure this next 10 days would be the best time to to purchase for Save sure money. as you you know you're, you're you're probably already have or will be punching a deer tag potentially um and you want to be prepared for the ice once you do once you do that so um like i said we have everything you need to get you on the water and with these site-wide offers and some very specific um, product and brand promotions that we got running. Um, you can save, like I said, hundreds and hundreds of dollars real quick.
0: Um, How much ice fishing gear is sold in the months of November and December? Is it like 80 to 90%? Uh, I would say
1: for sure 60 to 70 for Kay. sure. Um, you know, the, it's really the kickoff. So once December hits and first part of January, like. Eighty-five percent of it's done. So yeah, you're probably pretty accurate with that um, with that percentage for sure. Hmm. Um, uh, we still get a lot of like you know you break equipment, um, you know you want smaller want, purchases. Yeah, you want typically. more of the consumable stuff. Any more ice line? You broke a rod, you know whatever it is. So we still see purchases all the way through January, um, you know because we're fishing out here, um, you know in the Midwest. But you know New York and Pennsylvania might not get ice. They typically get ice a little later in the season. So we still see. Um, Good pull from them.
0: What percentage of your ice sales come from New York and Pennsylvania? Do you know? Um,
1: It depends if Buffalo gets dumped on with 10 feet of snow. Yeah, I suppose. But uh, but typically it's about 10 to
0: 15%. Really? Okay, so are they finally catching up to us? Because for the longest time, you'd say if you said the word Vexilar or Markham to somebody in New York, they'd be like... They like to keep it light. I don't know what that is. They 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 had no idea. The Um, technology we had been using for over a decade, they're like... I swear they're a decade yeah. behind.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. They like the
1: light equipment too. I mean, um, you know, with some of that snow, that ice doesn't get as thick as it does over here. So, um, you know, they like the sleds and the the smaller pop ups or the one man flips, um, stuff like that. But I'm kind of jealous because they can use twelve tip ups per person. Twelve. Each. So I think that'd be a hoot. I think we should get a team <laughs> oh, out <yeah>. there. And, <laughs> I mean, can Q- you tip- imagine just like five of your buddies and all of a sudden there's just eighty tip ups going like that'd be
0: cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What is the, have you ever ice fished over there? I haven't. I have not. No. Hmm. That's interesting. Megan, you ever ice fish over there? No. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll make it so, um, we'll Speaking of, uh, you know, the gear and we talked about the augers. I remember when the manufacturers switched over to the lithium battery powered augers. I want to say like four or five years ago, Strike Master, you know, they launched the 40V. Yep. And there's been modifications prior to that, uh, but, but that 40V hit the market, and that was like the big change. And rightfully so, I mean, I've been fortunate to drill with that auger for years. I actually did some of the demos with some of the competitor augers, mm-hmm. just to see, because they're like, we, both of these, all of these are coming out of the box yeah. at the same time. No same battery, no nothing, never been drilled before. We were gonna compare them, and. I want everyone to start drilling at the same time and we'll just do a comparison. And I mean, like it just literally blew the competition out of the, out of the water, (laughs) under uh, the ice or whatever. Like, so it's just been an amazing auger. Um, But when they first made them and brought them to market, I don't think they realized how many people wanted that auger because I, I remember specifically having one and feeling like I could probably triple my sale on it yeah. if I wanted to, because oh, sure. by December 10th, there was none left
1: yeah. in
0: yeah. the Midwest. You know, you'd call up to like a blue water bait and tackle in Bemidji and be mm-hmm. like, Hey, do you have a 40 strike master 40? And like, we've got one left. And the, like my buddy, I remember him specifically yeah. driving. It wasn't to that tackle shop, but it was out to Western Minnesota out by mm-hmm. Big Stone to go get one because yeah. it was the last one in the state, yeah, yeah. you know, and all the, the retailers like you, you yep. had sold out of them. Uh, so things have changed, obviously. And other manufacturers have augers as well. I don't, I'm biased because I've been drilling with the 40 V and the 24 V. And I just don't yeah. think there's a better blade that cuts than the laser blades.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are great blades. Uh, great blades. I actually don't have, a Strike master power auger, but I do have the laser six-inch hand auger that I use for early ice. Yeah, And I mean, that's just effortless. That that laser blade is just, yep. to your point, it's
0: really Well, uh, two years ago, we went up to the Brainerd JC's ice fishing Perfect. extravaganza, and that's really like the Super Bowl of ice fishing turns. And so 10,000 holes, and their quest was to drill them all with battery-powered, you know, because they have all the volunteers that come yep. out, and so I was there for that. We watched it, and I drilled holes as well. And they do. I mean, they just go, and they cut, and they cut, and they cut. But one thing, watching that many people drill, I guess you just don't think of it too often. Normally, you're with a buddy or two, and you drill. And, but to watch dozens of people drill and to be moving throughout this group of volunteers drilling, so many people still to this day are in this old mindset of, they need to jump on top of that auger and put all their <laughs> weight just push on it, it down. and push it down. Yeah. And when you have laser blades, mm-hmm. they pull it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And so that was a constant theme where I was like, hey, you don't jump on it because you're going to force those blades. And then when you get to the bottom, you know, there's that kind of yeah, that, that, la- la- that, that last, last, last inch, little bit. Half inch. Yeah. yeah. Don't force it because that's where it kind of can catch on you yep. going to push through there. So let the auger pull down. Yep. If anything, you can lift up a little bit and then mm-hmm. let it go back down again and kind yep. of clear it out. Um, it's really amazing how well that auger cuts. So yeah. uh, a couple of things that I know about that auger, and this is if you're in the market to purchase a, a battery powered auger, uh, right now, Rapala, or StrikeMaster, they have the 4DV and the 24V augers, as well as just the, the laser blades Mm -hmm. and you can put it on, you can put the laser blade on the drill. Um, the drills themselves are, um, obviously the bits, you know, you can purchase separately, but if you want to use an electric drill, you have to have a 20 or uh, an 18 volt or higher brushless handheld cordless drill with a half inch chuck. Um, so that's what you need to power because people all the time ask, you know, what kind of a drill would I need, right. a, a cordless drill? Um, there, there's also a handle that you do not want to drill without that second handle on it because if you're not careful, that's where you can get into trouble out there. Make sure your cordless drill has a handle. And then obviously you'll see on the package if you buy just the strike StrikeMaster um, laser blades, it kind of shows you. Don't put your hand underneath, yeah, because if you do get that catch, you don't want it to snap back on you, yep. something like that. So that's the the electric drill side of it, as far as you know what you can expect on a on a battery powered auger. So the testing that's been done, um, <clears throat> these are just some some numbers that you can expect with a fully charged forty volt um, battery on sixteen inches of ice you can expect 100 holes, 100 holes with the forty V, on the 8-inch blade. So if you're going to use the 10-inch blade, you can expect about 70. So if you're going to do the 24-volt lithium-ion battery-powered auger, you can expect about 50 holes on a full charge with the 8-inch auger um, on 16 inches of ice. So obviously do the math if you're on... Six inches of ice or eight inches of ice—what you can expect. Obviously, if you're a hole-hopping fanatic that drills hundreds of holes, like I like to do sometimes, you're going to want an extra battery. Yeah. You know, and a couple of things too. You know, this has come up a lot over the last couple of years. If you're out in extreme conditions and your battery gets too cold, and you go to put on the charger, it might not charge right away. Yeah. So the recommendation would be to put it inside your home and you know let it warm up for 24 hours then put it back on the charger and it'll take a charge. They do have these little cases. You can put your battery in to warm them or to keep them from getting extremely cold. Obviously, you know, if you're out there drilling, I've never had it stop working in 10, 15, 20 below. But if the battery does freeze out there, you know, for sitting outside for hours and then you go to use it, it's possible that it could. Yeah. Um, Do you know, are are there any gas-powered augers still being sold? Do you guys still sell any?
1: We do. Um, I think we have one or two solutions yet for that that guy or gal that would like um, that auger. But it's every main brand in the ice auger business um, has their their solution to to electric, and it's all lithium for sure. And you you mentioned a good point about a second battery. Um, you know now um, you know we've been bundling a lot of spare batteries with our augers too. So um, check the website. You can get a $250 battery basically for free um, if you buy um, Strike Master or some other brands too. So nice. that's another promo they can you know take advantage of here as we get into to the season. So you're prepared for sure.
0: Are you on the hunt for a perfect gift? Well, this year, give your loved one a gift that never goes out of style and will last forever. Give them a lifetime hunting or fishing license. A lifetime license just might be the best gift they ever receive. The Minnesota DNR offers a variety of lifetime licenses that include fishing, small game, sportsmen, deer hunting, and more. Costs vary by age, and it really pays off big time to purchase a lifetime license for youngsters. Get this, a lifetime license purchased for a Minnesotan age 3 or younger will pay itself off in about 15 years. That means from about age 30 on, their fishing license will be free the rest of their life. If they move out of state... Their license is still valid when they come back forever. My kids have lifetime sportsman's licenses. And last year we bought one for my nephew and my dad too. I just can't think of a better gift to give to someone that loves the outdoors. The memories that we make together in the field and on the water are priceless. A lifetime license makes the outdoors accessible forever. Learn more at mndnr.gov lifetime. That's mndnr.gov slash lifetime.
3: This message is brought to you by the Minnesota Propane Association. Clean, affordable, reliable energy. These are all the things that people want for their homes and businesses. The one source of energy in Minnesota that can offer all of these benefits is propane. Clean. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of the electricity generated from the U.S. grid. Affordable. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, propane costs approximately 30% less than electricity in the U.S. The savings in Minnesota can even be higher. Reliable. Propane is energy stored on site, independent of the grid. Propane can power your home or business anytime you need it. Energy. Propane is a direct energy source used at your home or business, unlike electricity, which is produced somewhere away from your home. By the time electricity gets to your home, 66% of the energy used to produce it is lost. That is why propane is approximately three times more efficient than electricity. Propane, the right energy right now. For more information on what propane can do for you and the environment, go to propane.com.
0: A toast to the hunters from your friends at Grain Belt. May the mornings be clear
1: and the fresh air be crisp. May you find solace in the silence. May the stillness settle your soul. May your long shots stay true. May your heart roam free. May you find what you seek in the fields you stalk. May your call to the wild be answered. And at the end of the day, may you share in the thrill of the hunt with your friends. So here's to the eight pointers and the 12 ouncers. Here's to you and to your thirst for adventure. Bring Grain Belt to the outdoors with our limited edition premium hunting season pack. This season, enter to win a hunting trip for two to Brown's Hunting Lodge, wherever you can find premium 12 and 24 pack cans. For more information, visit our website at grainbelt.com/hunting-trip.
0: forward slash How about houses, portables? Um, what are we seeing right now that's kind of become popular? Is it the is it the Otter with their um, walk through doors on the sides? I mean, is there? It- yeah,
1: I would say um, from the like if you're into pop up shelters, um, we have anything from you know a two person there all the way up to an eight plus person. Mm-hmm. So again, if you want to. Hang out there with your buddies for an extended period of time and throw a cot down or something, like you have a solution there. Um, or even if you don't own a pickup truck yet or have a small to mid sized SUV or a car,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, some of those you can just throw right in the back and it's you're you're off to the races, right? So, yeah. Um, but I would say the walkthrough door and the pop ups has definitely been a welcomed <laughs> a welcomed uh, upgrade yep. um, for all of us ice anglers that have pop ups. So that's nice just to walk through. You don't have to step through that little pesky triangle and all of a sudden you're dropping a combo down the hole or you you got your your kid tripping left and right and you know you're you're taking time to help him or her out but um yeah that walk through door has definitely been awesome um you know two man flips one man flips you know those are always evolving lighter you know the main goal is always be lighter Um, warmer lighter seems to be the deal there so a lot more fishable square footage now um you know some of these brands clam and eskimo um, you know, they've, they've done a lot of hard work the last couple of years to increase that fishable space and still that same footprint of sled that you would have for a flip over. Yep. Um, so the, everything's just getting better. I mean, more durable, lighter.
0: Um. The hub houses are just, I mean, they're so nice for family. When I go out, I almost always end up, instead of taking the flip over, I just use the hub Yep. because I can throw, if I'm walking, pulling it out, I, I have a sled, I throw it in, I put the heater next to it, the auger, a couple of buckets in a rod case, and it all fits in the sled. And I can pull it out there. Kids like to ride in it. They push it, they pull it. You know, it's part of the whole family experience to get out there. But there's room inside. And they're so... Um, warm now i mean yeah the one thing that i was always nervous about before is is it going to blow away yeah you know but now you've got the stakes you know so put the stakes down first and then when you have this massive hub that you're going to put up and it's like a sail out there on a windy day it's not going to go you learn
1: once quick (laughs) (laughs) if you find yourself in a situation i actually have a what is the uh, the otter uh, vortex monster you do have the monster so I I don't take it out all the time but we have a lake not too far from us and you know when I have the the little kids and their friends or my friends and their kids yep. it's awesome just having a especially on a nice day typically and the wind's blowing a little bit it's nice having a little base camp mm-hmm. set up where they can go get warm if you want but you know they're playing football and watching tip-ups and
0: 12 a piece yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll get there hopefully no. yeah totally uh,
0: all right so obviously the people have options there. Do you know what the most popular one is right now? Number one oh, seller
1: number one it's, you know, we're early in the season. So for number one seller this year, um, you know, the, the jury's still out. Um, but I would say we do really well. And a lot of people gravitate towards the two man flip overs, um, just because, you know, it's not 500 pounds mm-hmm. lifting into the back of your pickup. Um, but always like the new to, the new launch of ice hubs, um, you know from the otters and the schools and clams. Those are always hot commodities, and there's always limited in- inventory on those too. So um, those have probably been the hottest so far as we start with the season.
0: Rod and rail ice combos. Is yeah. that I, I feel like you know there's custom ice rods that are out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of the major brands have ice rods now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of smaller shops are building their own custom. Yep. But as far as what's popular in the rod and reel ice fishing category, what do you see in there? Yeah, I mean, you're definitely right on the custom stuff.
1: There's a lot of, um, you know, that just is changing year after year. There's someone new in the mix there and, and whatnot. But, you know. Are you guys going to get in that mix? You know, we'll see. We got the core angler rods. You know, we're, we're looking at, yeah. you know, we're always scheming. So there might be something out there. Right. Yeah. You know. Stay tuned there. Drop Um, date? Anything? No, nothing. Nothing yet. Just product testing right now. Yeah. Um, Building the demand. Okay. Building the demand. No, we're working on it. There's a demand out there. Everyone wants the next greatest thing. Absolutely. Um, But I would say from, you know, from brands, um, you know, the Elliott rods, the 2B ice rods are doing really well. There's quite a bit of influence there. Um, But a lot of people still gravitate towards the ugly stick combos. Really? They're just... They're not expensive. They're durable as all get out. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when you're getting kids and stuff involved, you know, that's been pretty popular. Um, but, you know, the Fenwicks, the Pflugers, um, they make good stuff. 13 Fishing actually was probably the brand that came out with the most newness in the rod and reel category. Um, kind of bridging the gap between what you've traditionally seen um, from the bigger brands in an ice rod, but giving it that custom feel. So a lot more expanded length and actions for very specific species you want to target through yep. the ice, um, as well as some of the aesthetics to a custom rod. Um so those are those will do well for us at a very affordable price points. So, and you know, some of these custom rods are 150 plus bucks in some cases, 90 plus bucks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and a lot of those new rods with that look and feel um and actions 70 to 90 bucks. So
0: Gotcha. Um lures, ice fishing lures. It- You know, how many different ways can you make a spoon? Right. (laughs) You know, since I've been ice fishing, you know, it used to be the Swedish pimple. Oh, Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And and I know it's still out there. It's still out there. It's still relevant. The silver with the glow strip. It's old. That's my old trusty. Like, I remember I've caught so many fish on that Swedish pimple. But now I use, you know, Rattlespoon. VMC has a variety of different spoons, and they have their applications and different reasons why you want to use them um what's the big hot
1: lures this year you know we're kind of seeing of of all the things right now with it being so warm out lately um our lure our expanded lure and tackle is actually picking up traction pretty quick which has been great a lot of people are excited um the fact that they can shop a lot of different brands compared to last year with us um but um and with that we have a lot of the staples like the the beta and Knock Swedish Pimple. Yeah. Um, you know, some Lindy, PK, Euro tackle, VMC. Um, so, you know, everyone's excited for the rattle. You know, anything that rattles, anything that's tungsten is still a home run.
0: Tungsten and um, Glow.
1: Glow, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but VMC came out with a lot of really cool stuff. I mean, you mentioned Tony Roach in your guys' show. He yeah. came out with that rattling roach spoon, um, yep. which will be great. It's got a little feathered treble, um, which will be, you know, lethal for those walleyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I love... Being a fly fisherman, I love seeing the bridging the gap between fly fishing and some of this other stuff. So their their um, their fly jigs and the larvae jigs and you know some of that crossover is I always gravitate towards too because mm-hmm. I think that's something a lot of these fish haven't really seen a whole lot and it's ultra finesse, You know the one thirty second you know own um, stuff is 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 good. So
0: yeah, so w- let's talk about that real quickly because that ultra finesse is a big deal and I think. It's a good reminder, you know. Early ice, typically the fish are still aggressive. Yeah. You know the oxygen levels are still high. As the winter goes on, you start to see the aggressiveness of fish seem to go down and down and down. So, um, with that, a lot of times your presentation has to match the aggression of the fish. And depending on where you're fishing, let's talk panfish. So I think the the most popular species in ice fishing would be walleye crappie, sunfish, perch. yeah, And then you get some tip-up anglers and northern pike spears and things like that. But typically, those are kind of your main ones. Now, walleyes, you can get away with, uh, depending on the water clarity, you know, different pound test line, but you just never want to tie braid directly to the bait. Yeah. And I see it all the time out yeah. there, all the time. Yeah. You got to remember, your your lure is just sitting there. A fish can come up and analyze it from 10 different directions, and when they come up and look at your bait and they don't eat it, mm-hmm. there's a reason why, Yeah, always. There's always a reason why, yep. and maybe they're not gonna eat anything, but a lot of times, it's your presentation, mm-hmm. you know, and how you're presenting it, and what's attached to that bait. If there's a rope attached to it, yep. they're gonna look at it and they're gonna typically swim away, yep. depending on where you're fishing. If it's a really muddy lake and they can't see that well, and they're really aggressive They're you're, you're still going to catch some, but yep. most of the time you have to be smarter than you. You just have to go at it with the right equipment. So, you know, if you're going to be fishing outside braid, typically will freeze the recommendation for myself and, and a lot of other ice anglers would be to go with, um, the advanced monofilament options mm-hmm. that are out there because it's going to shed water better. Yep. Uh, you don't have as much stretch as it used to be in some of those lines. And you're going to have um, that invisible connection to the bait. Yep. It's so critical. Yep. Now, if you're going with the bluegill, my goodness, you're talking that little one thirty second ounce that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Think about that tied to an eight pound test line. I so commonly yeah. have two people fishing in the same house, like my dad, for instance, and one of his buddies or my kids or something. And one person just hammering them. And like, what color are you using? And so they'll put the same thing on. Chartreuse. Yeah, chartreuse. Right, <laughs> exactly. And um, I look over at the line. I'm like, your line is way too heavy. It's a walleye rod, isn't it? he goes, yeah, your line is way too heavy. I'm using two or four pound tests on this one over here. And the fish are taking it, like, you know, come right up, grab it right away. Yep. They'll sit and analyze, and you'll convince one out of every eight or ten to take this other one. And the difference is the line. Mm-hmm. Overwhelmingly, the difference is the line. Now, I do like to use braid on some occasions. Yep. And I like it because of just how, you know, sensitive everything is. But I'm talking a three- or four-foot fluorocarbon leader attached, tied in line. You can use an Alberto knot or uh, your own knot in line. but that connection to the bait has to be invisible especially in ice fishing conditions clear water the fish come up they analyze it and you have to adapt yep. and if you're not you're going to go home with less than the neighbor yep it just proves over and over
1: and then an extension from that too once you you know nail the ice line um you know whether that waxy is vertical or horizontal with with that yeah that shank or if the soft plastic is tilted one way or the other like that that'll be Joe, as detrimental i literally so.
0: just three days ago filmed a video of the same lure mm-hmm. tied with three different knots i did the standard fisherman knot mm-hmm. i did a what did i do i did a double i have a i have some notes here somewhere i did a double um double polymer knot, mm-hmm. and yeah. then I did a rappel knot. So the rappel knot is basically a knot, and then there's the loop in the eyelet of your hook, yep. and it allows the hook to do, oh, sure. you know, like if you're running a rappel, it allows it to run true. Your knot yep. doesn't affect the yep. performance Does
1: of it. Yeah,
0: so if you use that in the winter, now some baits are meant to be presented horizontally. Yep. Some are meant to be presented vertically. Right. And so your knot can affect which way that lure is dancing in the water. So I used all three knots, and we were at um <laughs> Test tank, which yep. is such a cool place. Yeah. It's so cool. Like it's just legendary. I felt like out of out of body being inside of there. But I had all three of the exact same lures in line and I jigged them the exact same way. And you can see visually how each lure dances differently. One of them just dances right in place, doesn't move. One of them does this big loop in a circle. Every time you pick it up it it kind of does this like it glides, like, the, it glides yeah. almost like a glide bait another one um depending on if it's vertical you know like you're not affects what it does and when you're talking about a fish that can come up and look at it and they're like are you a real scud yeah. are you a real right. freshwater shrimp or not yep. that's the difference sometimes you're not yeah. so I, it was just a call out because you could visually see the difference and when you're looking at those red lines that come in on a Vexilar or your Markham or the fish come up on your active target and they look at it and they don't eat it, you have to be thinking, why are they not eating it? Yeah. And it's your line presentation and it's your not. Mm-hmm.
1: And you can kind of see now too with the, the forward-facing sonars and stuff too, you can kind of see more of that interaction with that, the ice lure and the fish. Yeah. So if you don't get the result you're looking for, you know, you can... You can go back and be like, all right, they looked at it. I saw yeah. them kind of circle it. You know, I might need to check my presentation.
0: Totally. So In the past, the now. line would disappear. You didn't know what the fish did. Right. Now you can see it. Like, we did this big loop. Like, it did a five-foot right. loop and then came back. Yep. If it's a predator fish or if it's a bluegill, like, they yeah. spook off to, like, where are they going? I Tem- mean, it is, it's, the the behavior of fish yeah. is fascinating to me. Yeah. And our lure choices and everything that you connect down there yeah. has, it plays a part in whether you're going to catch them or not. So those are the tiny details yeah. that make up a big difference. Ten um, plus
1: years ago, we probably just said, "Oh, must not be the right color."
0: <laughs> you know. Yes, exactly. It's not
1: always about the now color. that we have better lines. You know, we're a little yep. bit more about techniques and.
0: Yep. So think about do. these things as you gear up for the ice fishing season. Make sure you've got line that's strong. You know, I would recommend changing your line from last year. I mean, most people Get go the through their out. equipment and say, "All right." got to update this. I need a couple more colors of this, different sizes. When in doubt, usually downsizing uh, for panfish will turn into more bites. Um, Guys, thanks for coming in here today. We appreciate it. Big sales are happening over the next few weeks. Black Friday sales and a lot of gift items for people over the next uh, couple weeks. Hopefully... This got you as excited as it did us because I know we're we're counting on the days till the lakes freeze. Yep. We'll be on it as soon as it freezes and we'll be giving more information out there. We'll be back on the next episode of the Do North North Outdoors podcast. Tony Roach will be my guest. We're going to tell you everything about dialed in angling. We're pumped about it and we can't wait to get out on the ice and, and share what we're learning in real time with you so you can become better ice anglers too. That is always our goal. Any, any final thoughts, Megan? You were kind of quiet. I'm sorry. We just, we really got <laughs> it. We did it again. We, boxed we did it again. again. No, that's Fish quite talk.
2: okay. I learned quite a few. I learned quite a bit today from you too. Do you so. feel like
0: you're a better ice angler now?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I just had my husband do it all for me.
0: <laughs> there you go. Tell him to tune in and listen to the show. <laughs> exactly. Of course. Joe, any, any final parting thoughts here? No. I mean,
1: again, I couldn't be more excited about what we're doing. The work we're putting in Megan and her team. Um, you know, all of us at Sportsman's Guide, we're putting a lot of hard work to make sure that the consumers can get what they want when they want it. Yep. Um, and we appreciate you having us on to,
0: happy to talk our it. passions. So yeah, happy to Always do a it. Fun time. Thanks for getting up at four a.m. to make sure everything is set <laughs> right, my guy. Um,
2: go out and shop and uh, hopefully you'll have some happy customers and everybody listening have a have a great and healthy and safe uh, Thanksgiving. All right, I feel
0: that. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with another episode of the Do North Outdoors Podcast.